Hello, my name's Matt Wingate. I'm a publisher down in Portsmouth and an author. And um, yeah, this is my first podcast. It's got a bit of a weird story behind it because basically about 11 years ago, somebody offered to do some recordings of my writing and singing and various bits and bobs. And they prepared these podcasts for me. I had no idea what to do with them. (laughs) So I completely forgot about them until a few days ago. I found four recordings. And uh, are they any good? Well, um, let's find out. The first one is called ancient Portsmouth and uh, yeah I hope you enjoy it you're welcome to comment and uh, you know I'm sure they'll get better as they go along (laughs) but uh, yeah here we go so here it is ancient Portsmouth that's the next seven or eight minutes see you later bye ancient Portsmouth by Matt Wingett Portsmouth Portsmouth. What is it about this island city? Look down into the waters as you stand on South Sea Beach. Feel the silt-rich seas cold on your hands. Listen to the sound of the Solent running through the shingle. Solent. What does it mean? Solent. It's a sound that was spoken here before English ever was uttered. But even so, Solent echoes English sounds that we all know, like soil or silt or sea. It reflects the ocean sounds in a sailor's soul. It suggests a scaly soul wriggling with cold eye beneath the road of ships. But no one can tell of the birth of the word. Like a warship founded on the sandbanks, the word Solent is a mystery lost in the silt of time. The Gallic word Sulara means gannet. Maybe gannets dived in those obscured waters even before the Anglo-Saxons came and took the land and the word from the British. Anno Domini 501, the Anglo-Saxon chronicles tell us that in this year, Porter and his two sons, Beda and Mela, came into Britain with two ships at a place called Portesmouth. They landed and slew on the spot a young Briton of very high rank. Beda, Mela and Porter took control of Portesmouth, meaning, according to this history, the harbour mouth of Porter. Another history tells how this harbour was a port long before Porter came here. The Romans used the mouth of Portsmouth Harbour to sail to their castle at Portus Aderni, modern-day Porchester. Here, one of the great Saxon shore forts stood, designed to meet the Saxon threat. See it in your mind's eye now, the wall six metres high, flint-faced, grey foreboding, at the end of a channel up which you sail, flanked on the east by a low marshy island, thick with bushes and trees, the cries of birds echoing across the water from the marshlands, lonely, lonely, and all else you hear is the water against the bows. On the west, more lowlands, the water rippling away to tree-lined shores where a thousand years later Gosport will stand. To the north, ahead of you, the castellations of the great towering gates over the seas, the smoke rising into the sky from the cookhouses for the garrison inside. Men with narrowed eyes watch you approach from the top of the walls. Imagine the Roman triremes in the water here, anchored safely, while their sailors in sandals and legionnaires in armour with short swords eat and drink in the safety behind those walls. Porchester Castle was a proud sentinel at the top end of the marshlands at the edge of Portsmouth Harbour. 
and for seven long years, from 286 AD, it was also the centre of an empire. Founded by Carusius, emperor of Britain, rival to Rome, this empire issued its own coins and administered its own laws. Coins from the reign of the emperor Carusius have been found all over Britain, and while the empire in Rome and in the east issued coinage mixing in base metals, Carusius's empire issued coins of far purer silver and gold. Portus Aderni, Porchester Castle, was built by Carusius not only to meet the threat of Saxon invasion, but also to repel any advance made by Rome to reclaim Britain's shores. It is somehow fitting that this upstart emperor and ruler of Britain in the face of the Roman Empire over the water should choose Porchester as the home of his fleet. Portus Aderni was protected by a harbour mouth formed by Portsea Island. Detached from the mainland, the island was a physical symbol of Britain's defiant detachment from Rome. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Always, always guarding, glowering, threatening, closed, difficult, forbidding. That's how Portsmouth has been through history. Passing by the stony beaches that stare silently on a winter's day over the steel grey sea, with the water lapping beneath you, see the castle at Southsea, low on the horizon, its old cannon still pointing out to sea, at you and your ship, as it has done for 500 years. At the entrance to the harbour, the saluting platform would fire off a shot as ships sailed in, not merely a courtesy of recognition, but a reminder that anything untoward would quickly be punished. At the Round Tower, built in 1418, a mighty chain of iron was laid across the harbour mouth and pulled taut at Capstan Square to prevent the incoming of enemy shipping. Portsmouth, Portsmouth, always on guard. See it now, the Solent ahead of you as you watch from the shore. See it now, and I'll sit on the beach with you and sing you a song I used to sing on the beach at Southsea when I was a boy. It's a song called Look Up and See the Sky. up and see the sky my 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 we can fly reach out and touch the skin of a love unknown within Ooh. elemental friends infidels at end golden diamond rings citadels and kings we have seen these things and we sing we have seen these things and we Touch his skin of a lover known within. Ooh. Elemental friends, infidels at end, golden diamond rings, citadels and kings. He has seen these things, and he sings. 
see these things and he sings.